Good evening, everybody. I'm Coy Kemisholi, along with Jerry Green. We are Philly Sports Talk, and we're going to give you a brief rundown of the Eagles and Cowboys game, which a lot of people say boring. I actually thought it was amusing in some parts. Uh, how are you tonight, Jerry? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Doing good. It's Victory Monday. Sloppy win, but rather win sloppy than lose pretty. Uh, Eagles win 23-9. to We stand alone in first. 3-4-1 is our record. Cowboys fall to 2-6. and six. And it looks like the Cowboys are in a bad spot right now. Yeah, the Cowboys only managed to put up nine points against the Eagles. Failed to get into the end zone at all. Um, if it weren't for Greg Zerline's kicking heroics, they just might have been shut out by the, the Eagles' defense, which is pretty pathetic, to be honest. Um, but, yeah. yeah, Ben DiNucci has... He's stepped in the seventh round draft pick out of James Madison University. First quarterback from James Madison University to start an NFL game. Um, he's stepped in and he hasn't looked. I mean, he's looked like a seventh round draft pick to say, to put it that yeah. way. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, don't, I mean, seriously, there's times where he looked like he was a little confident. There are times where he struggled. Uh, let's jump right into it. Carson Wentz, 15 and 27, 123 yards. Two touchdowns, two interceptions, two fumbles lost. Jerry, the four turnovers, uh, the two interceptions that he threw. The Cowboys have not had more than one. In, they only have one interception going into this game. Uh, Wentz threw two to them this game, and they were perfect throws to the Cowboys. And his two fumbles were awful as Wentz literally said hello to the guy that was sacking him and said, here, you can have the football. And the fact that he only threw 120 yards on the worst defense in the league this game really made me a little nervous about Wentz. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just keeps throwing interceptions and keeps fumbling the ball. It's really, really bad. Like, he's – I'm honestly – I'd say he's been the bottom five starting QB this season. And if the Eagles had a competent backup, I think he would definitely be benched. But, you know, rookie Jalen Hurts, they're not going to really – I don't think they'll start him over Wentz, but – I actually think at, if Wentz's contract wasn't point, so large, at this point they, they might would. as well like, yeah, uh, they might as well try something. But it doesn't matter because they're still in a position to make the playoffs. But we'll get in, <laughs> we'll get into those um, that whole scenario later. Um, the Eagles in this one they were actually trailing at halftime. Um, Greg Zerline he kicked that I think fifty nine yard field craziest goal. kick I've ever seen. That was the coolest kick. This kick. Did not get above 30 feet, 35 feet off the ground. It was a 59-yarder, and it was just <laughs> – it was a line drive, and it was the coolest kick I've ever seen. Yeah, it was really crazy. <laughs> it was like I've never seen anything like that. But that gave them the lead going into the half. So the Eagles, there was a point where, you know, it looked like the Cowboys might actually win, but they didn't. Um, Ezekiel <laughs> I was nervous. Ezekiel Elliott, he did not look good. He's had a terrible season overall. Um, the one positive thing is that he didn't fumble, which has been a common trend for him this season. Um, Michael Gallup, he had one of his better games this season. He's also struggled this season. He had seven catches for 61 yards, leading um, Dallas in receiving yards. But Travis Holgum, he had six catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown. He was pretty good for the Eagles. Um, he's really stepped up since like week four when he got his first start. I think he's been first in 
the NFL for wide receivers and fantasy points. So, I mean, obviously that doesn't truly indicate um, how good of an actual football player you are, but it shows that he's been putting numbers on the stat sheet. And um, he's looked really good. And if it weren't for him, this offense would have absolutely nothing really, especially with that Miles Sanders injury. But Boston Scott stepped up. He had 70 yards rushing on 15 carries in this one. He's been pretty uh, solid um, as a backup. He was a good fantasy pickup for this week. So I picked him up in one of my leagues. He got me solid, I think, 15 points. Uh, But, yeah, as you said about Fulgham, uh, Travis Fulgham, seriously. I mean, he's becoming uh, like I when with an undrafted guy like this, I believe he was undrafted. It's kind of like one of those things where you can't really give him an elite status yet because, yeah, I mean, who knows? But he has played like an elite receiver so far. And, you know, it's been really good to watch. He, he was really only Wentz's he's really only Wentz's only weapon so far. Uh, now we got Goddard back and Rager back, Rager back. Uh, Rager had his first career touchdown, so that was a plus. But, I mean, really, there's nothing to take from this Eagles offense. Uh, Wentz was treacherous, uh, dreadful, awful, so many words you could describe it as. <laughs> um, but, seriously, I, I, it's got to get fixed on Carson Wentz's half. Yeah. Um, you would think, like, the Cowboys probably worst def- like, at least a contender for worst defense in the league. Oh, um, no doubt. He throws two, like you said, they only have one interception coming into this game. He throws two interceptions, and you mentioned this too earlier. Like, that one where he he's scrambling out of the pocket and he throws it, it's first and ten. He throws a, a deep shot into the end zone, into towards Jalen Rager, into double coverage, and it was just not a good, it was an ill-advised throw, and it wasn't a, it was terrible execution too. It looked like he was literally trying to throw it to Trayvon Diggs and just hit him in stride. But um, the other one, too, it was like a an overthrown deep ball, I guess, but it was... Right to Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, right to the other team. Um, and those two fumbles, he's had, like, I think that was his 50th... The second one was his 50th fumble since entering the league, um, which is the most in that time period by quite a pretty, pretty big margin. I think that's... The second place is like 40-something. So he's got – he's just – I don't know. He's just a turnover machine, and he's got to do something to turn around um, his performance. I am really regretting this large contract we give him. Yeah. I mean, not only the money, but seriously, if he doesn't work out this year – and seriously, I'm not – I'll give him – if he plays bad next year, he's done. I mean, seriously – uh, I, I'm going to start calling him Mitch Trubisky if he plays like this next year. But seriously, it has just not worked out for him so far ever since his ACL injury. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully he can figure it out. He's still young. But seriously, the turnovers are just such a problem. And oh gosh, I could talk about it all day, but I'm not going to. Let's talk about the Eagles defense. Brandon Graham, he had that big strip sack. And seriously, this was huge. The Cowboys on the first drive of the game got a nice... Nice drive going, kicked a field goal. And then Wentz had an awful fumble as he literally greeted the guy going to sack him as he scrambled out of the pocket and watched him hit him and then lost the fumble. And the Cowboys were at the 20 when Brandon Graham had that big strip sack. And if the Cowboys scored on that drive, got a touchdown, they would have had more points in the first five minutes than they ended up scoring in the ballgame. 
So I mean, it was a, it would have been a whole different ball game if it wasn't for Brandon Graham's uh, strip sack. Yeah, um, you know, the Eagles' defense was what won them this game. Um, I believe they forced the safety too. They returned one fumble for like seventy yards for a touchdown, um, and it was like, I mean, I don't know. They were kind of they didn't give up any touchdowns either. They haven't been great so far this season, but they got it done this game. Granted, against a pretty terrible Cowboys offense. And, I mean, Mike McCarthy, like, what was up with all those trick plays? Like, I swear, every other, I mean, every other set of downs, Mike McCarthy would try some sort of flea flicker, double handoff pitch, throw it to a wide receiver who throws it to another wide receiver type of play that never worked. (laughs) I don't think a single one of them, like, got them even a first down. It was just... I had no clue what they were doing with that. Yeah, I mean, some of them, some of them actually did get some good yards. They had the one. They did run a Philly special. Actually, no, it was a Philly, it was a Philly special, <clears throat> where on the end around the guy ran it, where they had a big play there. But oh no, no, it was a fake, fake Philly special. It was a fake lateral back. It got Fletcher Cox really good on that. But yeah, the Cowboys' offense was really interesting. I mean, it was, it was like, it was not a good game. It was. In my words, I would not say it was an awful game to watch. It was just an interesting game to watch. It was, I mean, seriously, it was really interesting. It was just weird. Uh, let's go, let's talk a little bit more about the Cowboys, and that'll be it. Uh, Danucci's stat line, 21 of 40, 180 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, uh, we already talked about Zeke. He had 63 yards. But, I mean, my, my trade in fantasy, trade away Zeke is looking better and better as this year goes on. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm thankful, especially with the way Dalvin Cook played, and that's the guy that I got in that trade. Yeah, Dalvin Cook. We'll get to the rest of the NFL teams later on, so keep on tuning in. But Dalvin Cook, he had a monster week against the Green Bay Packers, um, and oh, yeah. Zeke did not have that. Um, but, yeah, let's talk about, um, you know, the playoff situation. So the Eagles are currently at the top of the division, 3-4-1. and one. Um, Washington is in second at two and five. Cowboys are two and six, and the Giants, who as we speak are playing in Monday Night Football against um, the Buccaneers, are one and six. Um, so the Giants, I think you could kind of eliminate them. Um, but if you look at the remaining schedule, the Eagles, um, they're coming in, they're going into their bye week, so they'll have some time to prepare, regather, regroup, uh, hopefully figure something out, but. Then they have the Giants, Browns, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Cardinals, Cowboys, football team. So, I mean, I'd say, honestly, four out of those eight games are winnable, being the Giants, Cowboys, football team, and the Browns. Browns is going to be a tough one. Um, But, you know, so it looks like if everything goes as planned, they would end up with seven wins um, and one tie. So, for them to not win the division, um, another team would need to get eight wins, which I think that the most likely to do that would be the Washington football team. Um, they have a couple easy games, but they would need to get six wins out of the remaining eight, which I don't think they could do. So really, the Eagles' destiny is kind of in their own hands. And if they just win the games that they're supposed to win, then I mean... That's all they need to do to make the playoffs. And if they make the playoffs with eight wins, then they'd still get a pretty decent draft pick. So 
I don't know. I mean, it's looking like the season might play out in the Eagles' favor. Yeah, right now, the way that I see it, you know, I'm, I'm not a big numbers guy, but that, like this is the way I see it. Right now, the Eagles have a 75% chance to win the division. If they beat the football team in week one, I would say it's 100%. Uh, if the Eagles lose their final game to the football team, I think it's a 50-50 toss-up between the Eagles and the football team. That's just how I think it's going to end up being played out. So, uh, so I think we can already eliminate the Giants and the Cowboys. I only say we can already eliminate the Cowboys because they're going to, they're more than likely going to fall to two and seven to the Steelers. And after that, I think they're definitely done, especially because they're now one and two against the divisions. They lost to the Eagles. So now we have the edge and the football team. So they have the edge too. So that's why I say that. But yeah, I think it's just really a toss up at this point. If the Eagles can be if the Eagles go three and against their division or even two and one, we should be fine. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Um, you know, even if they do lose that game against the Browns, um, and they do lose the rest of the games that I don't think are really winnable at all, like Seahawks, Packers, Saints, all them. Um, they would need to beat the Giants and the Cowboys, and they would go into week seventeen against the football team with five wins and a tie. And I don't think that the football team will make it there. They have a few easy games. They might get to five wins at that point. So honestly, I think that it might all come down to that final week 17 matchup football team, the Eagles. I'm kind of counting the Cowboys out. Um, they don't have very many winnable games left. Uh, they still play the Bengals, um, but I don't know. They just look terrible. I'm just going to theoretically exclude them from the conversation. So, you know, if the Eagles take care of business within the division, it would come down to that Week 17 matchup against the football team, and that would be the decider um, for who gets into the playoffs, depending on how the football team do. But that's my prediction that it's going to come down. That's what it seems like most likely to me, that it's going to come down to that week. And I think that's going to be a really winnable game because even though they lost in Week 1, um, I think they're probably a better team. They have more talent on their roster. But it's definitely not going to be an easy game, and it's going to be easy. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, to see how this all plays out. Yep, and that's all I've got. You got anything else? No, nope, that's all I got. Um, looks like that's it for today. Um, we'll be back for week eight recap with the rest of the NFL games. So we'll see you all soon. Keep tuning in, and um, thanks for listening. Yep, thank you.